All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. From the Power Home Solar Radio Studio, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, welcome into the Colts Daily Update tonight on this midweek. Happy Wednesday to you. The Colts were back on the practice field today for the first time in two weeks. Remember, they didn't practice at all last week on a short week preparing for the Jets, but they were back at it today. This time getting ready for the 2-6 and six Jacksonville Jaguars as the Colts close out a three-game homestand and look to even their record at 5-5 five and five with a win in week number 10. Coming up on the show tonight, we'll hear from Colts offensive lineman Danny Penter, who caught his first career touchdown pass last week against New York. We'll leave plenty of room on segment two to visit with the second-year player out of Ball State. But a lot of news to get through first. First of all, Carson Wentz is going to have a baby. Uh, another child he revealed today that his wife is expecting any day this week and their family will grow to child number two in the Wentz household. So exciting news there. And Wentz said today that he and his wife have already talked about it. They've already talked it through. And if the baby does come on Sunday, hypothetically, Wentz will play for the Colts against the Jaguars. Hopefully the timing works out where Carson can be there, of course. But the heads of the household have already huddled up, and Wentz will play on Sunday if there is a conflict at the hospital in terms of delivery timing and labor and all of that. Elsewhere, the Colts have designated cornerback T.J. Carey to return from IR this week. Carey can now practice with the team while remaining on the list. The Colts have 21 days to activate him or else he stays on the reserve list for the rest of the season. He's been rehabbing a knee injury since being placed on IR after week three against the Titans. And Frank Reich said today that the plan is for Carey to practice at least twice this week and they'll evaluate where he's at heading into the weekend. He could, in theory, of course, play on Sunday against the Jaguars. That would be a welcome addition to the Colts' secondary that's been banged up this season. And Kerry's got a lot of versatility. He can play outside corner, he can play nickel corner, and even saw a decent amount of reps at safety during training camp. And given the injuries to both Kari Willis and Julian Blackman, he could be a helpful addition at that spot. And before leaving with injury in Week 3, Kerry played about 77 snaps in the first two games of the season and was a key piece to the Colts' secondary, just as he was last year. Also in the secondary, Xavier Rhodes did not practice today. He played a season-low 55% of the snaps against the Jets on Thursday night, left the game early with a calf. He's been dealing with that injury for most of the season, and we'll see if he can get into a position where he can play by the end of the week. Also, T.Y. Hilton was seen in a red non-contact jersey today at practice. He's still in the late stages of the concussion protocol. He didn't play last week, of course, against the Jets. That was a short week after leaving the game early the week before against the Titans. It's good to see that T.Y. is at least trending in the right direction to play in his third game of the season on Sunday. And Braden Smith did not practice today with an elbow, but Frank Reich said today that he's optimistic that Smith will play his familiar right tackle spot on Sunday against the Jaguars. And finally, the Colts are going to stick with Michael Badgley as their kicker this week. Frank Reich said that Rodrigo Blankenship is still working through his hip injury. He hasn't kicked since week five against the Ravens and still remains on IR. In the meantime, Badgley's been more than serviceable for the Colts. He's made all of his kicks in an Indianapolis uniform, four for four on field goals and seven for 17 on PATs. Carson Wentz and Frank Reich both spoke very highly of the Jaguars' defense today, and rightfully so. They've got a lot of respect for that unit especially their rushing defense. The Jags completely shut down the Bills last week, giving up only six points to the high-powered Josh Allen offense in Buffalo. The Jaguars have allowed fewer than 100 rushing yards in six of their eight games this season, and they've allowed 3.8 yards per carry so far this year. That's the third lowest mark in the NFL. They also sacked Allen four times last week 
and came away with a season-high three takeaways in their big 9-6 win over the heavily favored Bills. We'll talk about how the Colts' rushing game matches up with the Jags, the offensive line gelling, and his first career touchdown catch with Danny Penter. Colts offensive lineman is set to join us when we come back on the Colts Daily Update. That's next here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Welcome back to the Colts Daily Update. A look at the Colts with Matt Taylor from the Power Home Solar Radio Studio. Welcome back on the Colts Daily Update tonight. We've got a few minutes left for you, and it's the Colts and Jaguars coming up on Sunday. These two teams have split the season series each of the last three seasons, and the home team has won seven games in a row in the series. And joining us now on the line, as promised, is Danny Penter, Colts offensive lineman in year number two out of Ball State. Danny, thanks for the time tonight. How are you? Absolutely. I'm doing well. How about you? I am great. Not as good as you. Congrats again are in order for that first career touchdown catch the other night, Thursday night football against the Jets. We'll start there. What was going through your mind when you saw the ball coming your way in the end zone as the extra offensive lineman on that play? Uh, You know, it was definitely uh, moving a little bit in slow motion. Uh, It was hanging (laughs) up in the air. But other than that, you know, kind of kind of just went blank, which I think is best case scenario. You can't really think about all the ways you could go wrong. You just got to catch it. And then, uh, you know, from there, it all everything happened so fast, but celebrating, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, that's exactly what you did. Now, I took my eye off of you to look at the scoreboard at the end of the play. Haven't really examined the, uh, the tape, if you will, after that catch. Did you have an end zone touchdown dance or a celebration after that? No, I had uh, nothing specific planned. I took a little heat for that. Um, but <laughs> all I remember is standing up, and I think Eric Fisher was the first one I saw just running full speed at me. So I just went and celebrated with all of them, which was a lot of fun. No, I don't mean to be critical, but how do you not have something planned or something in the back of your mind as an NFL player? I don't care what position you play. <laughs> yeah, that's on me. Uh, maybe <laughs> if we get that chance again, uh, we'll have to double double the excitement on it and make up for the last one. No doubt about that. Danny Pinter is with us. Now, when was your last touchdown catch dating back to your days as a tight end? How long has it, had it been? Uh, so I actually caught one uh, my senior year as a lineman with Ball State. We actually we ran a trick play. Uh, probably like my third to last game of senior year. Um, so that, that was my last <laughs> time getting the end zone. So it wasn't too long ago. Now, you kept the football, I assume. I did, yeah, yeah. Shout out uh, Q and uh, Jack Doyle. I, I didn't know what to do if I was to never score a touchdown, and uh, they were like, "Keep the ball, keep the ball." Exactly. And grabbed it, so I do have it. Yeah. What do you plan on doing with it in terms of displaying it and all that? Uh, no, I haven't thought too deeply about that. Um, now I got a couple of balls from you know all the years of playing football, so I'll probably slap it up there with that. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, Definitely do something with it. It was a cool moment. I mean, it's it's an offensive lineman's dream to get in the end zone. It had been, for the Colts anyway, since 2014 when Anthony Costanzo scored a touchdown uh, for an offensive lineman to find the uh, the blue paint, if you will, at Lucas Oil Stadium. Are you getting heat? Are you getting, you know, some, uh, some flack from uh, your offensive lineman mates in terms of uh, oh, yeah. jealousy? Because they, I'm sure they want to be the ones that have the ball instead of you. Yeah, I mean, you know, a little bit of both. You know, obviously getting a hard time, you know, and I'm I'm still a relatively young guy in the group, so uh, you know, so I still uh, I still take my heat <laughs> in general. Um, but you know, I mean, obviously everyone's messing around. Uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. It was a it was a cool moment to share with all those guys. As Danny Penter with us now, how many texts or calls did you get after the game, and and who are some interesting people you heard from after that touchdown catch? Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, it took me a long time to get back to everyone, and uh, <laughs> there's a chance I still haven't got back to everyone. Um, but, uh, you know, Jeff Saturday tweeted at me, which was cool. Um, and Brian Baldinger did a little video, which, mm-hmm. was, which was funny. And then, you know, it's just good to hear from I, 
I've met so many people that have, you know, helped me get to where I am uh, through football and, you know, off the field in football. Um, so just just good to hear from a lot of people, which is always nice. Now, when, when Carson Wentz is in the huddle and he's barking the uh, the play call and you realize, like, oh, holy crap, here we go. You know, like, this this could come to me. What's going through your mind as you approach the line of scrimmage? Uh, just just my assignment, really. Um, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm basically the last the last uh, look on that play. Um, if, if not an option at all. Um, and, you know, just, just the way things shook down, it, uh, right. it worked out. Everyone else was covered up. So, um, really, I was just thinking about handling my, uh, my assignment to start with the D-line, and then I got out there. I was like, oh, there's nobody on me. So, it worked <laughs> out well. That's Danny Penter, second-year offensive lineman for the Colts. He's out of Ball State, former tight end. How much do you miss playing tight end, Danny? Um, I mean, definitely, you know, parts of it for sure. Uh, moments like that, making catches are fun. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm a lineman at heart. Uh, blocking's always been my favorite thing. And uh, just, you know, just the um, the general nature of the O-line room is something that I think I fit well in. Uh, so I definitely prefer O-line. But, you know, there, yeah. there's certainly a lot of fun aspects to playing tight end as well. Well, take, take me back to college at Ball State. What led to your transition from a tight end to an offensive lineman? And, and why do you think that transition for you has gone so smoothly? Oh uh, yeah, it was a mixture of things. Um, you know, I, I was a blocking tight end. Um, that was certainly my forte. Um, and then, you know, my coaches approached me and said, "Hey, we we need a tackle for next year, and mm-hmm. we think you can make the switch." So uh, that's all I needed to hear. Um, you know, we were a struggling team, so I was just trying to do do my part to help the team. Um, and yeah, I think it's just been you know the approach of getting a little bit better every day. Certainly, you know, I, there's always been the bumps in the road, and there still are. Um, especially making that transition right away, there were. There were struggles, but you just you just got to trust the process of getting better every day. And I've had I've had fantastic coaches uh, both in college and the NFL, and right. a lot of good teammates that have helped me along the way. That's Danny Penter with us, offensive lineman for the Colts. For you, uh, in year number two, where do you think you've improved your game from last year as a rookie till now, Danny? Um, yeah, I think uh, you know obviously you adapt to the the speed and the the physical nature of the NFL. I think I've. I've gotten pretty comfortable with that. Um, and then really, you know, it's all about small details. Um, so I think I've, I've changed quite a few things and, you know, just my, my approach in the run game, the pass game, um, a lot of stuff, you know, working on my body in the off season to help those changes. Uh, but really it's just a lot of, a lot of small details that add up. So I've just been trying to hammer away at those every day and you know, still got a bunch of stuff I'm trying to improve at, but uh, yeah, you know, that, that's just, that's just the name of the game. So just keep going at that. From a group standpoint, what are you seeing in the Colts' offensive line right now, Danny? The Colts are averaging over 130 rushing yards per game. You guys are number two in yards per carry at 5.1. What's clicking on the offensive line right now, specifically in the ground game? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just our chemistry is clicking. I think, um, you know, now we've – it was a newer group and we had some injuries here and there, but I think everyone's pretty much on the same page with – you know where this guy's going to be on you know certain blocks or combinations that sort of thing. And I think we just got really good chemistry right now, and we're playing five as one, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously the key. Um, so you know we've we've been hammering away at that, and I think it's it's starting to click. And obviously, we got great backs like Naheem, JT, and Marlon in the backfield that that makes it even easier. But I think right now, just our chemistry is uh, really clicking. That's Danny Penter, Colts offensive lineman, with us. And you talked about still being a young guy, right? Still in year number two. With that in mind, who has helped you so far in your career? Which guys in the locker room have sort of taken you under their wing? Yeah, I mean, all these guys are awesome. But uh, especially, you know, Ryan playing center, Ryan Kelly, he's been awesome to me. Um, both in, you know, there's more of a mental aspect to center. Um, so just, just learning from him is, has been invaluable to me. Um, and then Q, Q's helped me a ton. Um, you know, both whether in the offseason um, or just, just throughout camp, you know, he's, 
he's the best in the game for a reason. Um, so I'm just always trying to watch what he's doing. And then he's done a good job of, you know, taking me under his wing and he goes out of the way to help everyone get better. So I'm, I'm definitely indebted to those guys. All right. I got to ask you, what is it like from your angle to block for Jonathan Taylor? Can you step aside and just admire how special he is as a teammate running the football for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a special guy. Like everyone knows. Um, and you know, I think, I think it just it shows his work ethic, um, just just the way he carries himself off the field, how hard he works, and how humble he is, mm-hmm. um, is awesome. And then he you know, he he flips that switch on Sunday, um, but not even you know that's how he is in practice and all that. But uh, I think that's all paying off for him. It's really cool to watch that success, just just the way he plays and the physical nature he plays with, and uh, I mean just just every play he's bringing it. So uh, it's awesome to see. And I think I know the answer to this question, but I mean, is is he the same guy in the huddle on the field? as he is with the fans and in the media. I mean, just as you said, incredibly humble, you know, very polite. I mean, just very, very impressive young man when it comes to everything, both on and off the field and everything that he does. Absolutely. Yeah, no, he's he's as even keel as it gets. And just, just like I said, yeah, he's he's so humble and he's he's good to everyone. Um, and, you know, obviously those are the guys you like to see succeed. Yeah. Um, and, and that's part of the reason he has so much success, just, just how grounded he is. Um, but – uh, he's an unreal player, and he's an unreal guy, too, off the field. So that's that's the guy you want on your team for sure. That's Danny Penter with us, Colts offensive lineman. Another guy you want on your team is Carson Wentz. What growth have you noticed from him from the start of the season until now as, you know, the, the orchestrator of that offense? Yeah, he's awesome. You know, he, he he's a leader on this team. You know, every, everyone looks up to him. Everyone trusts him. And just, just his toughness is always on display. You know, he had those ankles at the beginning of the year that he played through. Right. Um, and his toughness and his competitive nature definitely uh, – He's got the whole team behind him for sure. Um, he's a great leader, and then obviously his his play has been showing. You know, he's he's playing really well out there, and he's he's always giving us a chance. All right, last couple of things with Danny Pinter joining us, Colts offensive lineman. What do you make of the Jaguars on defense, Danny? They're pretty good at slowing down the run, giving up less than four yards per carry, and they stymied the Bills last week, giving up only six points uh, to Buffalo after they heading into that game scoring about thirty two points per contest. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're they're a really solid front seven for sure, and, and a defense as a whole. Um, and you know, they're not someone that you take lightly, especially they've won two other last three, so they've they've got some groove going right now. And I think they feel pretty good about what they're doing. Um, they're clicking. So, uh, you know, obviously we see that as a challenge, uh, like the way we're running the ball right now. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's something we're looking forward to. But they're they're definitely a, a really solid defense and uh, a defense that we respect. All right, lastly, Danny, I'm going to get nostalgic on you a little bit with the IHSAA football tournament still going on um, as we head to regional level, I believe, coming up on Friday. You played at South Bend Adams not that long ago. Do you still get kind of nostalgic? Do you still get that warm, fuzzy feeling about Friday night lights around central Indiana when you drive by a high school game? Absolutely, yeah. Those are some of the best times of, uh, you know, my football playing days. Um, just, just I always tell people, you know, there's, you know, now that I've played at all the levels and it's awesome and I, you know, I wouldn't trade this for anything, but there, there's still nothing like Friday Night Lights. Um, just playing with your friends you grew up with and all that, um, you can't trade that for anything. So it's it's, yeah. it's always cool to, you know, see the highlights on the news and all that stuff and just, just know that's all still going on. It's awesome. And no doubt about that. Fellow Hoosier Danny Penter with us, fresh off his first career touchdown catch in the NFL with the Indianapolis Colts. Danny, I really appreciate the time, man. Continued success. Congrats again on that catch, and good luck on Sunday against the Jaguars. We'll talk to you soon. 
Absolutely. Sounds great. Appreciate it. That's Danny Penter, offensive lineman for the Colts. That's all the time we have tonight. We got a Jet Instant Replay is coming up next. We'll talk more about the Colts and Jags tomorrow night starting at 6 on the Colts Daily Update right here on your home for the Colts. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Good night.